Hey everyone, it's Lindsay Rhodes, and I've got a new podcast, The NFL Road Show. Fun and kind of nerdy conversation about the NFL every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got some amazing guests that are joining me. I'll be breaking the huddle with the top stories, previewing games. We'll get you set for the weekend fantasy with our Fantasy Friday episodes, and we'll answer some of your questions as well. So subscribe to the NFL Roadshow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. On the 11th day of dead ball, a Snavely gave to me the coldest match in MLS history. It's a chilly one. And also kind of recent. Yeah. I I I know what this is about already. I know which, which game this is because I remember watching this game. Yeah. Um, As you would. So, it, I mean, it conjures to mind very exciting things like... Orange soccer ball. Yeah, we love we love the snowball. Oh, that high visibility ball. And uh, just in general, MLS, because as you stated directly before we started uh, recording this one podcast, that I am an MLS nerd, quote yes. unquote. <laughs> this is exactly what I said. Which is which is true. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love I love talking about little MLS. Hey. It's a goofy league. It fun is. Fun things happen in it. Oh, man. It's a very fun league. Yes. It really is. So we're excited to bring you some cold weather MLS. Stick around after this break, and we'll be back with that. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, brought to you by Indeed. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of the podcast, brought to you by BetOnline. The wait is finally over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today. And take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
Welcome back to the 12 Days of Dead Ball. Happy Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, depending on when you are listening to this podcast. True. Because, or day after Christmas. Because we are already almost to the end of this mini-series. It's crazy. We've always almost managed to make it to the end of it. But until we do, this podcast is brought to you by Bet Online and Indeed. And it's part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network, brought to you by your favorite Snavely brothers. Myself, Adam Whitaker Snavely, and... Drew Snavely. I am here. You, <laughs> I am also here. I am also here. Don't forget about no, me. I, I never do. <laughs> You're always right across from me. You know, I know that everybody knows you because you're the soccer guy. Stop. And you've spent years trying to be the soccer guy, and I'm just the dude that likes soccer but doesn't really give a shit about social media <laughs> or anything like that. I just like talking soccer, and here we are. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I appreciate you. <laughs> oh, no. We are nothing without you, my good sir. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is dumb. All right. Let's... It's Christmas, dude. We're getting the feels. Oh, Come okay. on. All right. It's a brotherly love. It, yes. It's not Philadelphia, but... <laughs> it's more blood relation kind of thing. <laughs> oh, Drew, gosh. you... Have called me an MLS nerd, yes, and then I have. told that told me that my we are nothing. This podcast is nothing without me. So, yeah, I suppose those two things balance out. Um, <laughs> but you do have a story for us from MLS. Yes, and this is the first MLS story of the Twelve Days of Dead Ball. Yes, we did have the Snowmageddon story. We did, and. So it happened, which occurred in the same place yes, as this story. We're heading back to Colorado for this story because I mean if if we're looking for a picturesque Christmas background backdrop, uh, there's no better place to set the scene than Denver, Colorado. Rocky Mountain High. The Rocky Mountains and snowing, lots of pine trees, I guess. Coors Light. Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> What, what more could you want? I don't know. I don't know, man. So I do have the story for the coldest match in MLS history, as we already said in the intro of this podcast. It's impressive to me that this is the coldest match in MLS history because of the date and because of how late the MLS playoffs tend to run into the wintertime. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how recent it is yes um because i don't know i guess the mls hasn't been around for super long no 25 years but still within those 25 years you'd kind of expect the i don't know you'd expect the record to be older but the record is from 2019 2019 so i mean that's just last year the yep. last full season yes the last, the last non-pandemic season. The of last MLS. non-pandemic season of MLS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I'm like trying to like do the math in my head. I saw. I, I thought I, I had it figured facts, out. I saw the facts and figures start to float around your head, and I said, eh, maybe I should help them out here. But COVID nineteen only started in 2020 in the U.S. Yep. And so when we go to March 2019, there was no pandemic whatsoever. Mm, nope. We're a year out, baby. Just life a, is good. Life is good and normal, and we haven't been stuck inside for a month at a time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, as we already said, we're going to Colorado, so that means the Rapids are hosting a match. My beloved Colorado Rapids. 
your beloved. I, You're I, the one that coined I, the term. I love the Colorado Rapids because they are just, there's a commitment to being as mls as possible that I think that they just uphold at every single turn. Rapid Man? Rapid, oh dude, I love Rapid Man. <laughs> Their jerseys. Anybody who follows you knows that you love rapid man <laughs> the way the way that they the, the the players that they sign the way that they have possibly the worst team to ever win mls cup gosh man. Uh, incredible man. truly incredible yeah <laughs> I'm, yeah colorado rapids is where it's at so this is a truly special matchup for you because the colorado rapids are hosting the runners-up from the previous mls season who happened to be the team that you support? I don't know if I'm really supposed to say that, since you're like a... Since I'm a figure. A figure? A, a journalist. I mean, anybody sense. who's been following you for more than like two, three years? Not a lot of people have. <laughs> this is true. Let's, I mean, let's, my, my, putting my following this way, I had, before The Athletic launched, Yeah. which was 2000, before The Athletic Soccer Vertical launched, that yes. was 2008. 18? Yeah, yeah, it was 2018 because it was my first year. Um, I had like 500 followers on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Now you're like at 3,500 followers on Twitter. Something like that. Or like a little less than that. Yeah, but I'm over like 3,000 people that follow me now. Not which really is, which a big is deal. Like, Not a big deal. Wild? It, I mean, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, it's it's weird to think about, but yeah, I and I stopped, and I stopped tweeting over the Timbers, but I, I do... You have a bias towards that. You had. I, I like the Timbers. I follow the Timbers. Yes, and that's my MLS team. We can we can say that in confidence before you started getting big into uh, into soccer and being like a writer and everything. Yeah, that you were a diehard Timbers fan. I was that Timbers Army baby. Rolls Rose City till I die. Till I die. <laughs> you got it. You you said it exactly the correct. It's how it goes. So this is a special story because the Rapids are hosting the Timbers. Yep. I guess we should move on from this at this point. I mean, I, I'm I'm perfectly happy to keep yeah, going. Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. So March third, twenty nineteen, the opener for the MLS season. Yep. Opening weekend. Um, by the time of kickoff for this match, the trem- the temperature the temperature temperature had dropped to a record 18 degrees yes. for an MLS match, Gosh. which beats out the record that was set in 2017 for Minnesota's home opener um, <laughs> in their yes. first ever match, Yes, uh, which was 19 degrees. It was a 19-degree game. Wasn't that against Atlanta? I don't know who it is against. I just knew it was Minnesota who held the record. I just distinctly remember Atlanta playing against Minnesota in the snow and Atlanta just dismantling them. Yeah. I mean, it's the first season. Yeah, it, but it was also Atlanta's first season. But Atlanta had Atlanta, significantly invested. Atlanta came into the league as possibly the best expansion team's first year ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. Like, just based on, like, talent and what they could do? Yes. Probably the best expansion team's first year. And arguably one of the best fan bases? Definitely one of the definitely one of the biggest. Yeah. Definitely big, definitely loud. I, I, I like a lot of Atlantis fans. Yeah. They're, I mean, the, it's funny because whenever you, a lot of these new teams, 
And by new teams, I mean basically Seattle Sounders and after. Yeah. Like the Seattle fans, the Portland fans, a lot of them, the Atlanta fans, a lot of the LAFC fans. Um, yeah. A lot of them tend to take themselves way too seriously. Mm. <laughs> and I think that there's always going to be some of that, but I yeah. like a lot of Atlanta yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know some Atlanta people. Like ultra-esque. Like you got those yeah. people that want to be like yeah. ultras, there's, there's some but you can that. never go there's... that far in the U.S. Probably, and, it, it, <laughs> and that's just how it and is. It's not, there's no you don't have to be, to. yeah. No you don't have to be an ultra, to. yeah, yeah. Oh gosh. Well, anyways, this isn't about Atlanta. This isn't about Minnesota. This is about Colorado Rapids, Colorado. Portland Timbers. March third, twenty nineteen, eighteen degrees, setting an MLS record for the coldest night, and actually one of the best games of the entire season happening on the first day. It was a pretty crazy game. Of the season. <laughs> it was an absolutely wild season. It was a truly frigid night. Snow hadn't started falling at the start of the game, but soon after kickoff it began starting. And once the snow began to fall, the goal started flying in. Mm-hmm. So, Kai Kamara... Open the scoring. <laughs> the, the resident all-time QB of MLS, Kai Kamara. So true. <laughs> Tapping in a bouncing Kellen Acosta cross to put Kellen the host Acosta. ahead. One to nil. Kellen Acosta. This is just going to be a, a laundry list of names. It really like, is. Oh, oh that, that guy. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> do you know? Do you even know where Kai Kamara is playing now? Um... I want to guess, like, I don't know, Cincinnati. Mm, that's not a bad <laughs> guess. It's not right. It's Minnesota, actually. Oh, you know, Minnesota popped in my head first, and I was like, no, nah, there's no way. <laughs> we were just talking about it. Yeah, yeah, Kai Kamara's played for so many teams. So many teams. Played for Sporting KC, like, twice? Yeah. Like, two different times? Yeah. Columbus? But in 2019... He was with the Rapids. Colorado Rapids, baby. Well, what's your quote? My, my, my forever quote on the Rapids is, uh, or just in general, MLS. Yes. Uh, it's, the, it's the Batman quote. Yeah. You change it to, um, you either die a hero or live long enough to play for the Colorado Rapids. Yes. And there, there are a couple more names that are going to pop yep. up in this story. Oh, I know. That, that quote rings extremely true. Oh, I know, my friend. <laughs> okay. So the Rapids are up 1-0. Um, and that's just after like 25 ish minutes. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Um, two minutes later, a site Timbers supporters had been accustomed to over the years, maybe the previous six seasons to be a little more ex- exact. Sure. Uh, Diego Chara, Chara, yellow card. Oh man. <laughs> There's, I can, I'm convinced there is nobody in the history of MLS. I mean, and apologies to Ozzy Alonso and Kyle Beckerman, but I don't think there's anybody. Uh, Bex, RIP. Uh, just retired today. Just, just hung up Literally boots. today. Um, I don't think there's any better player in the league's history of knowing exactly where the line between yellow and red card is. Yes. And then just smiling at the referee <laughs> and getting out of it. I've seen Diego Char get out of so many cards, and I have no idea how. Yeah. 
It is an art. It really is an art. And he has, uh, he's mastered it. And another person who's mastered it, like Fernandinho, mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. master it. It's just a handful of people who are... They just in, know where the line is. They do. They, they can, they can read a referee. Yes. They know exactly how to play. Yeah. It, it is a talent. But after, I mean, like 20 minutes, you probably don't want to have a yellow card. No. I rode in an elevator with Diego Chara. Oh, that's Fun fun. That's He's taller cool. in person than I expected him to be. Ah. I was still taller than him, but he looks so short on the field all the time. <laughs> it was at MLS Cup 2018. Ah. And we were apparently in the same hotel as the Timbers. I was. So sweet. It was pretty cool. It was just a humble brag. It was a little humble brag. <laughs> I was staying in a room with Paul Tenorio because Pablo had to rush back to D.C. because there was an emergency at his auto shop. And so I originally, Brutal. originally I was gonna stay on George Karachi's couch. Heck yeah! Um, this is now. Now we're just going into like the some of the annals of yeah. Like, who cares about the story, Adam? Let's, American let's of American about. soccer journals and and how they uh, how they I don't know bond together their lives beyond what you read in their yeah. soccer articles. Yeah, that was a fun uh, weekend. Oh uh, gosh, I'm glad. I'm glad. So this is only I don't know several months. A few months after, yeah, after the like, fact, like three or four, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, Char gets the yellow card. I just thought that was a fun thing to add in because Char always gets the yellow card. You are correct. <laughs> so, as the snow fell harder, the game got weirder. The 25th minute, the Timbers had an excellent opportunity to level the game following a corner. Larry's Mabiala shot. From seven yards out, was blocked by Rapids players throwing their bodies in the way. Mm-hmm. The ball bounced off the defenders and was tamped in by the Timbers. However, VAR had to stick its nose into this match and Ooh. into this business. Was this because, the first season of VAR? I don't know. That's actually, I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I can't remember now. All I know is that VAR is like, hey, 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 hey not hey, so fast. No, 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 Something no. happened here. <laughs> And despite the Timber scoring, Swedish defender Axel Sorberg. Axel Schuberg. Schuberg. Yeah, there we go. He's so tall. He is very <laughs> tall. Had his arms out as he was trying to prevent the Timbers from scoring. So he denied a clear goal scoring opportunity. Despite the Timber scoring, I forgot about this. He gets a red card, yes. and the Timbers have to take a penalty. Yeah, so they disallowed the goal. They disallowed the goal <laughs> because the foul occurred beforehand. <laughs> and the Timbers, they're like, "Why are you pointing to the penalty spot? We just, just scored a give goal. Us the just goal. give us the goal." Oh my gosh, it was a, a pure, pure, pure MLS moment right there. <laughs> just, oh man. So, um. Soybier was sent off. Mm-hmm. Gets a red card. Uh, Rapids are down to 10 men. Not great. Not awesome. And up to the spot steps Argentinian maestro Diego Valeri. Oh, love Diego. Absolutely love him. That's when United States men's national team legend Tim Howard Tim came up big oh, for the man. Rapids, saving Diego Valeri's penalty. Unfortunately, Howard used the only remaining magic he had left in his tank to make that initial save, which he swatted right back to Valeri, who then... Who said, bet. Tapped in the rebound for, right, yeah. for a goal. Oh, man. You know why I remember that? 
because because I had Diego Valeri in my MLS fantasy team. Oh yeah, and he, he got the penalty miss. He got the points for the goal, but I also had to eat the negative points for a yep. penalty miss. That's always the worst. Sucks. But it's like it's better than just a an, a full out miss. I mean, it's right. true, but I'm still not happy about it. It was a, honestly, it was not a good penalty. No, it wasn't. It was mainly down the middle, yeah. kind of to the left, and. Howard read it all the way yeah. and made the save. but just kind of had to fall down in the general direction. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, gosh. So as halftime grew near, the snow fell harder, and we are getting to the point now where you can't really see any lines in the pitch at all. They haven't stopped play to, like, shovel off the lines or it's anything Colorado, like that. Colorado, baby. I guess so because, I, was, I mean, like, I'm watching the highlights, and – you can't see the 18-yard box. You can't really see the touchline. No. It's like you kind of have to squint. You're like, maybe that's it. Maybe that's <laughs> it right there, but you can't really see any Ghosts of the Lions. <laughs> yes. And the teams were just about to head into the locker rooms to thaw out during halftime when Diego Valeri whipped in a dangerous corner that was glanced off of Sebastian Blanco. And another, the Timbers- great, another great Argentine. Another great Argentine, and the Timbers took the lead 2-1 going into the halftime. Nice. So, we come back out. The lines are shoveled off. Way to go. (laughs) (laughs) Great for them. Yeah. Fantastic. The snow is falling harder than before. I can only assume it's colder now than what the game started is, because that's how temperature normally works. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Gets colder as the night gets darker. Yeah, that is usually what happens. (laughs) It's It's usually how it goes. So... Um, the match was kind of back and forth up until this point. Well, and, and choppy because you can only do so much when it's snowing like that. Yeah, and the Rapids didn't spend waste any time, I should say, getting right back into the match. And that is when Derby legend and United States legend, yep. Benny Philhaber, Phil <laughs> weaved his way through Portland's defense and leveled the score with a neat little finish. That was like right before he retired, too. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> so, level the score, 2-2. In the 60th minute, play had to stop because they definitely couldn't see the lines We got to shovel we, again, We baby. really need to shovel this off. <laughs> so, stop for a couple minutes, get a little tactics in there, um, which at this point, it's like, I mean, you're you're playing out in a, a field with a bunch of friends. You know, it's like <laughs> just try. <laughs> a schoolyard, it's a schoolyard match. Yeah, it really yeah. is. So there's a, a great shot of um, referee Drew Fisher. Yes. Who has about an inch of snow on his head and also his eyebrows. Are completely frozen over. <laughs> completely frozen over. Players have snow accumulation on their heads. Yeah. Fans have... Obviously, accumulation on their bodies. I mean, this is a, a full-stop snow game. It's Colorado, so I imagine there's probably somebody with their shirt off on the sideline. Yes. Yes. There was. And we're not to it yet, but we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in the 65th minute after play had resumed, Andy Polo fizzed across across... Peruvian legend. <laughs> fizzed across about four yards out... When Rapids' Declan Wynn turned the ball back into his own net. Yes. His own goal. Brutal. Andy, Andy Polo has this thing where he doesn't do anything for like two months at a time, and then he like does something outrageously good, and that just keeps him around. Hey, 
he did a good thing here. Yep. And it led okay. to the Timbers being up three to two um, in this truly ridiculous match. Thank you, Andy Polo. <laughs> Over the next half hour of the game, it was more back and forth, no chances. Lots really for either time. Lots <laughs> of snow, chippy, fouls everywhere. Um and I mean the accumulation grew even more. <laughs> Just before the final whistle was about to blow. Um Okay, so I'm gonna get this pronunciation. Okay, and you probably you can probably correct me. I if actually I'm wrong. probably know the pronunciation. I don't think it's that hard, actually. Andre Shinyashiki. Yeah, Shinyashiki. Yeah, he's, Brazilian. He's Brazilian, um, but he went to the University of Colorado. Yes, and was drafted by the Rapids. Mm-hmm. It's like pseudo homegrown i guess for a long time matt doyle was just banging the drum and said get andre shinishiki american citizenship (laughs) (laughs) does he have citizenship i don't think so oh he's like holding out hope for you uh brazilian i don't uh, i i have no idea what his if he has any international ambitions (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. but i I at this point maybe not but so shinishiki put in a rebounded shot to level the game once again for the Rapids in the 94th minute. And at that point, it's basically the end of the game. Let us go home. Let us go home. <laughs> at this point, it's when the Rapids fan rips off his clothes and is shirtless. Way to go, Rapids like, fan. Like, it's so cold. It's That's snowing the real hard. Rapid man. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> After the match, Benny Fieldhyber said, it felt like I was back in fifth grade playing tackle football on a snow day. So it didn't even feel like a real game. And <laughs> it's hard to argue with him. <laughs> that feels like a very MLS y type of game. It doesn't yeah. feel like a real game. 2019, the 2019 Colorado Rapids had one of the weirdest seasons known to man. Because they have that, they started with that game. Uh, after like three months or so, they fired their head coach. They made Connor Casey their head coach. Oh, my gosh. Connor Casey, upon becoming head coach and getting interviewed, talked about how he didn't watch soccer that much. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, they, that last year, that was the year that they had the, the bubonic plague in their prairie oh, dogs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. And then Robin Frazier took hold of the team and became the head coach. <laughs> And nearly got them to the playoffs, despite the fact that they had been one of the worst teams in MLS. Yes. Like, over they the course terrible. of the first, like, five months of the season. They were very bad. They were lights out the last three <laughs> months. No, like, literally, like, they were going to LAFC and winning. Like, it was, I have never seen anything like it. They had such an incredible summer. It was wild. You know who did make the playoffs? The Portland Timbers. The Portland Timbers did, did make the playoffs. They did lose to Sporting KC, though. They in, did. like, the first round. Yeah, which was payback from the year before where they had beaten Sporting KC in the Western Conference Finals, mostly thanks to a Sebastian Blanco Thunderbastard uh, insane man. goal. You love those. I think Jeremy Abobase scored a goal, too. Abobase. <laughs> love that guy. I just love his saying his last name. He's got a great name. It's really great. King Jebo. So that is the story of the coldest ever MLS match, which uh, didn't happen too long ago, but still has some legends who have since retired. Yep. And, are, I mean, are still relevant in today's game. So sources for this story are Colin Peterson from the Burgundy Wave, 
and the Associated Press. Ooh, uh, yes. we love we love a little SB Nation shout out with yes. Burgundy Wave. What's yes. up, Burgundy Wave? What's How up, Burgundy doing? Wave? Ah, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Drew, for bringing us a little bit of MLS nostalgia to the show. Yes, love some absolutely. MLS. And thank you, listener, for listening to the 11th day of 12 Days of Dead Ball. We've got one more of these coming up for you, and then we are out for the remainder of the year. We hope you have enjoyed it. We hope that you're having a fun time. If you are interested in supporting us, again, leaving us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts helps us out a lot. If you want to follow our socials, we're at DeadballPod on Twitter, Instagram, or on Facebook. We have an email, DeadballPod at gmail.com. And if you're interested in supporting us financially at all or just want a shirt, we have some merch that you can buy if you so choose. It's a Teespring store. The link to that will be in the description below. But we're going to get out of here. Merry, Have a merry, merry Christmas. Have a safe holidays. And my name is Adam Whitaker-Snavely. And I'm true. And we will see you for one more time this decade. Bye.